Today is another one of those magical, magical days where um, we have a big jug of, of ice. Because uh, we're going to talk about a, a Paraguayan yerb. Um, and we're doing kind of a funny thing today. Um, we're both drinking our own respective terere. Um, in our fancy, um, I've got these. I, I like to call them just the, the terere bottle. Um, they have a... Argentina makes a product very similar to this where it's, it's, it's essentially it's an all-in-one water holding device herb holding device sip straw device <laughs> all in one so you can drink mate or terere without having to quickly you know or keep you know refilling refilling um in brazil they pretty much only use them for terere the instructions actually say they're good for shimahong but i think that's full of crap and i've actually mm. tried it and it's, it's not that good um and I, I just think the the idea of a bottomless drink works better for cold anyway because hot liquids for your own safety you should probably be you should probably be drinking those slowly. Um, and the I can't remember what they're called. I think I think they call them mate cups, like mate cup brand, like on websites in the United States that sell them. I think in in Argentina they call them like auto cebantes, like self-serving auto sevante um anyway I'll, I'll i'll put a link in the show notes um to the picture of the argentine version um and the picture of the brazilian version that we are using both clark and i have one um and they're really great for terere because they are basically bottomless um you don't have to keep pouring and re-pouring and all that stuff um it's kind of dangerous because you drink a lot of water really quick um, the downside is that it kind of washes out the herb pretty pretty quick, but uh, they're really nice, especially you know if you're kind of lazy and you don't want to keep pouring. But uh, anyway, so that's just a little explanation about that. Um, like I said, I'll post those pictures to what I'm talking about in the show notes. And now we are going to move on to that red hot delicious follow up. Yay! <laughs> okay, so we have one bit of follow up. No one's been really. Oh, uh, well, okay, I'm about to contradict myself. So, because my bit of follow-up is in direct, direct response to an email that we got. Okay, so last episode, I made an offhand comment. Um, offhand meaning I wasn't really thinking, but it, I believe, was still correct, as you will soon see. Um, that one, mate, mate, the liquid, is an acid. It is acidic. On the pH scale, it is, is, it is an acid. That is what I said. And two, um, I offered reasoning to why I thought that because we were talking about kind of cheap um, bombichas that are made out of alpaca or nickel-plated bronze and how if you leave a bombisha or a bomba of bad quality in a vessel with yerb, um, wet herb, for, you know, a day or two or three or four, or I once did a week, um... You will pull out your straw, and it will be different. It will have changed in a, in a magical, wonderful way. Um, part of it might be missing, um, in fact. Um, or at the worst, or at the, uh, rather, at best, um, it will probably not be very shiny. It may have turned a funny color because it will have corroded. Um, and over time, a lot of the cheaper, sometimes not cheap, but low-quality alpaca bombichas coming out of Argentina to a certain extent um, Uruguay and Paraguay as well um, just on regular use 
your your straw will corrode. Um, and I suggested that it was probably from the mate. Well, we received an email. Um, and this this person made made two claims that one I was wrong that mate was not an acid that it was alkaline, um, and two that it was not the mate that was corroding the straw, but it was rather just natural oxidation. And I'm here to debunk both of those claims, um, or both of those kind of rebuttals against what I said. Um, number one, is mate an acid? That is very, very easy to figure out. Um, and in fact, I even alluded to the fact that I would do this um, in the last episode. Um, I had a pH kit, pH test kit, really, really basic one. So, you know, I couldn't be super, super precise, but I, as scientifically as I could, I prepared four different samples, four different herbs from four different countries. Um, I used the same water. I used the same temperature water. I used the same quantity of sherba. I brewed each infusion for the same amount of time. I did each in a French press that I washed out thoroughly, and I took the pH reading inside of a ceramic vessel because one, you know, if I did it in wood, that could affect the pH. If I did it in a gourd, that could affect the pH. So I did these four infusions. They were, like I said, from each of the different, you know, mate countries. I did Canarias for Uruguay. I did Rosamonte Especial for Argentina. I did Pajarito for Paraguay. And I did uh, Tertulia. Oh, gosh, is it Suprema? Especial Suprema. Tertulia Suprema. Yeah, they have all these, you know, fancy words. Oh, Seleção Especial, uh, Especial, Reserva Especial, uh, Premium, which is just, this is our special one. Anyway, I did Tertulia Suprema for Brazil. Um, like I said, I used the same water, filtered water, um, and I took the pH of the filtered water, and it was 7. For those of you who maybe it's been a while since you've taken a chemistry class, 7 is neutral on the pH scale, Okay. Anything above 7 is slightly basic or slightly alkaline. Anything below it is slightly acidic, um, or very acidic or very alkaline, depending on how far away from 7 it is. Um, so, like I said, I heated up some water to 75 degrees Celsius, which is a pretty normal temperature for brewing mate. I didn't want, you know, I didn't want to use too hot of water that would, you know, maybe extract too much of the tannins or whatever have you from the from the herb, and that might skew the results from you know what you would encounter in the real world of of drinking mate. Um, so I did seventy five degree water Celsius, of course. I did two tablespoons of sherba to one cup of hot water, brewed in a French press for five minutes. Okay, like I said, just the water came out pH seven, which is what you would expect. Sometimes your water can be a little acidic um, or even a little alkaline, depending on your conditions, depending on if it's, you know, how filtered it is, what kind of filter, well, filtration, some kinds of filtration can, some kinds of filtration can leave your water pretty acidic. Anyway, this water was seven neutral, okay? Canarias, after brewing, stuck in the pH tester, came out as a pH of six. Rosamonte Especial, came out pH of six. Pajarito, came out of six. And Tertulia, was a little harder to read just because of the reasons and things, but it basically came out as a 6, 6.5. So if we hearken back to our chemistry knowledge, right, like I said, things below 7 are slightly acidic. And Clark, is 6 below 
or above the number seven? Is six less than or greater than seven? Give me a second. Let me, I need to think. He's crunching the numbers. Um, he's crunching the numbers. Ding, 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 it's ding. It's below. Ding. It is below. Yes. Yeah. So, <clears throat> barring me knowing how to use a pH tester, a litmus strip, being able to stick a piece of paper in a liquid. Um, mate, the, 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 the beverage, the liquid, is an acid. Honestly, that should not be a surprise because pretty much all tea is acidic. Um, coffee is acidic. Um, I'm pretty sure hot chocolate is acidic too because raw, or I mean not raw, um, cacao is, is quite acidic. If you actually eat like cacao nibs, they're pretty sour. Um, so yeah, um, mate is an acid. When we talk about the, the infusion, it is acidic. Um, now, what this individual might have been referring to is that there is a certain philosophy in the world about the uh, acidic versus an alkaline diet in that there are certain foods that are called kind of acidic foods and certain foods that are called alkaline foods in that they affect your bodily fluids in a certain way as to promote health. Basically, the idea is that your body should be alkaline, not acidic, which is problematic when you think of what your stomach's full of. Um, so maybe he was trying to say that drinking mate made your body more alkaline because, the, the, uh, the, like, for example, citric acid. Citric acid is an acid, but it is alkalinizing because it allegedly makes your body more alkaline even though it is an acid. So maybe that's what he was trying to say. Maybe, but that is the only way that you can say that mate is alkaline. But in the normal science, proven sort of way, mate is 100%, 100% every day of the week, unless you're doing something really weird like using Drano to make it, mate is an acid. Um, Yeah, so I, th I think I beat that dead horse enough. Yeah, you beat pretty good. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I am more than open to hear people disagree with me, and I will be more than happy to redo anything that'll show that I'm right. Sorry. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, sorry. Um, just, it's really, really not surprising that mate is an acid. Anyway, number two, um, the claim that it was not the mate that was corroding the alpaca bombisha, but rather, it was just the fact that it was getting wet. Just like how iron, if it gets wet, it rusts. Okay, that's a fair assessment. However, if you look at my collection of low-grade Argentine bombichas that are made out of alpaca, you will notice that they all have a very distinct line at where the corrosion ends. It is not random corrosion everywhere, because I, I wet my bombichas pretty well. I, you know, I wash them. I, some of them, I run them through the dishwasher, like the stainless steel ones, which doesn't really apply here. But anyway, if it were a question of just pure oxidation, one, one would assume that the oxidation would be all over because I get them pretty wet all over, and oftentimes I do not dry them very well. Number two, um, if it were normal oxidation, it would not happen after, in some cases, 20 minutes of use. I have had times where I bought a bombisha. It looked really nice. I tried it just to, you know, test out what the pull was like, what the draw was like. 
literally two gourds. I would do two gourds full. And then I would pull it out to throw away the mate and put this bomisha away. And it was already corroded. Not bad corrosion. Not, you know, nothing like horrible. But I could see discoloration where you could tell that it had been corroded away a little bit. Um, it wasn't a stain. It wasn't, you know, I, if, if I ran it under soap and water and rubbed it with, you know, a washcloth, the, the, these discolorations did not come off. These discolorations only came off when I used a polish, which removes small p parts of the metal. So, you know, that, that clearly points to that it, it was a corrosion. And that corrosion only happened where the metal was in contact with the wet yerb. And it was very quickly. In fact, I, I might even do a video... <laughs> Like, uh, oh, this is, it's clean. Stick it in. Oh, no, now it's now it's uh, all eaten up. I probably won't, but I, I could. I could do it. But it, it, I don't think that's going to really change anyone's minds, maybe. I don't know. People cool. Because people who get these kind of funny ideas oftentimes will not be convinced. But I can say with everything that I have seen that it is the mate that is corroding the bombisha. Not the air not the not just random liquid not the cosmic rays of the universe but it is the mate and there's you know there's nothing wrong with that i mean i don't know there's lots of things that corrode things i don't know i mean water causes really bad erosion and corrosion too um it's just a thing so that is uh that is my rebuttal to the claims that one Mate is not acidic. It very much is acidic. Not a strong acid. It is a very, very weak acid. Um, it is an acid. It is an acid. Yeah. I mean, so are, so so is lemons. Lemons are acidic. Limes are acidic. Um, so on and so forth. Milk is slightly acidic. Um, just, you know, just... pH is a pretty easy thing to test. Um, and then, two, that... Um, the, the 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 claim that it was not the mate that was corroding the the straws, but rather some other mystical force, or just normal oxidation. Um. Anyway, so that is that is my uh my follow up. Um. I had a lot of fun testing it. Got to put on my science hat for the first time in quite a while. I do like my science hat. Um. So yeah, um. Person who emailed me. Um. Hopefully that answers not your questions, but uh. That's that's what I have to say in response to what you had to say. Um, thanks for listening, and uh, I hope you're not too mad or mad at all because I wasn't trying to be a jerk, just just responding to what you said. Um, and I think that's our only bit of follow-up. Yeah, I think that's it. Um, yeah, so we're going to move on to uh, the yerb of today, the reason why we are <laughs> drinking um, this cold acidic liquid um, out of our funny apparatuses, apparatuses, apparati. I don't know. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Apparatus is probably correct. Anyway, Clark, what are we drinking today? Curupi Compuesta. Especial. Menta y Boldo. Yeah, it's a very long name. Curupi Compuesta Especial con Menta y Boldo. Um, there is no Compuesta. Not a special. But uh, <laughs> all, of, all, of their, all of their blends are very special. Um, anyway, yeah. So it's got, si. it's got mint and Boldo. Um, mint is that wonderful minty mintness that we always are talking about i guess and boldo <laughs> is that lovely bitter digestive herb that uh mm. we also seem to talk quite a bit about um 
And I also got a chunk of it in my mouth a few minutes ago. Oh, sorry. And it was gross. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's not <laughs> great. Um, right. Um, so Kurupi actually has kind of an interesting uh, backstory. Um, the parent company of the Kurupi brand is Te Guarani. Te Guarani, um, which means Guarani tea. It's just a tea company but uh they're kind of like a i don't want to call them like a pharmaceuticals company but they're like a like a complete like herb company like uh, medicinal herb ki- medicinal herb kind of thing right yeah like at least in paraguay right yeah you know, the shoes and all that yeah <clears throat> i'm trying to i'm trying to look up uh i'm trying to look up their corporate website but uh i can't find it which is weird um but yeah, they're based in Paraguay. Um, I used to I used to know the history um, of this company because I'd read it on their corporate website, but I can't find it right now. But they started, I think, not too long ago. I think they started in like the fifties or the sixties, um, and just wanting to make you know high quality tea and uh, herbal products for the Paraguayan population. Um, and they they were one of the fir- they were one of the early players. Um, Campesino was also one of the early players in kind of blending herbs with sherba to sell. You know. And instead of, you know, blending herbs at the time of consumption. Um, and this, I believe, is their most popular product, the uh, Mint and Boldo blend. Um, and it, it, it is very interesting. Um, it is it is quite bitter. Um, mint is kind of already, you know, it it's light, but it does have a little bitterness. But the Boldo, you know, especially has that really, really pungent, bitter flavor. Um, Sherba is, you know, it's moderately bitter. So you've kind of got the light kind of the lightness of the mint, you know, it's, it's very fresh, that kind of brightens it. Um, then you have the bordo, which is very dark, and it kind of darkens it, and you have the sherba that sits right in the middle. Um, and this is one of those kind of blends that I feel like you don't taste the sherba a whole lot. You do and you don't. Yeah, I was going to say, like, is most of what you get is the mint and the bordo. Like, those are kind of the overpowering aspects of it. But, like, I don't know, they, oh, they, they do a good job. Like, yeah, like it, it, like the three are so the, the three are blended so well. Like you definitely get that mint on the top, you get the bordo on the bottom, and you get the sherba in the middle. It's just it almost is like the sherba is kind of playing second fiddle to the mint and the boldo, which is I don't know, which is not bad. But you compare this to like um, Campesino has a blend that is identical in name and composition. Well, it's not actually identical because I'm gonna about I'm about to say the difference. But Campesino has a mint and boldo blend, um, but they you taste the sherba a whole lot more in theirs. I think um, mm-hmm. we were drinking that just the other day, and I feel like you can taste the actual sherb much more in the Campesino, where the Kurupi it's it's a lot more emphasis on the the, the other the the, 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 the add ons yeah, yeah the, the mixins I agree the fixins <laughs> mm-hmm. it's tasty though. Mm-hmm. And like I said, these 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 bottles are are dangerous because they're bottomless un- until you run out of water. So they're not really bottomless, but I mean, you know, the average guampa hold with the sherba in it. The average guampa holds like a hundred milliliters of liquid or less, <laughs> yeah, probably back. less. I mean, the um, one we were drinking from the other day was probably like forty fifty. It's kind of a smaller right. guampa. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it holds like a little sip. These. The, the reservoir holds, I think, 600, 700 milliliters of water. So you can theoretically drink 700 milliliters of ferere in one sip, which is very dangerous if you're not near a bathroom. <laughs> Good thing it's, it's across the hall. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, and it looks like Clark's already for his second refill. Or third refill, really. I mean, his third filling. Here, I'll just pass you the pass you the jug. So we have a like a like a normal thermos that we're using to refill the Berere bottles. Um, anyway, let's talk about the cut real quick. As I <laughs> dump it all over the floor. Oh well, that's why that's why the vacuum was invented. Correct. So, what do you think, Clark? Yeah, pretty. Uh... Pretty like a uh, green, yellow. Not talking anything to Mike. I'm sorry. <clears throat> yeah, I, one thing I do notice is that uh, it's very powdery, very very powdery. Yeah, yeah, super, super powdery. Like little, little chunks of uh, of palo. Um, well, it's powdery. Not like shimahong is powdery, but it's powdery in like. You know, okay. normal uh, Uruguayan is powdery. Like, lots of powder. Like, the overall cut, I would not say is powdery, but there is lots there of is powder a, in the cut. There's a very significant amount of powder. Um, the leaves are, are, in a very traditional Paraguayan style, the leaves yeah. are ground up pretty small. Yeah, they're pretty They're pretty tiny. And it's not like... Uh, I'd say, I, don't, I don't know. I think this has, like, a kind of a brownish hue to it. Right. Um, and it's it, mostly from the herbs, I would, I, I would assume. I think uh, bordo, I think, is pretty pretty dark um, when you when it dries. Um, and if you notice, the polvo, the powder, is actually like almost black. Like yeah. it's very dark brown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's the boldo um, yeah. when it's dried out. Like I mean, it's it's bright green when it grows. Uh, maybe like a pale green. Anyway, but when it dries, it does get pretty dark, kind of a dark gray, dark brown. And I'm pretty sure that's what it is because you compare that to like pajarito or any other Urugu- uh, Paraguayan rather. Sherba. And the polvo is much, much lighter, much brighter. This is the polvo is exactly. like very dark, dark brown. Yeah, actually, like I, I said earlier, I got a chunk of boldo in my <laughs> in my mouth, and it was like it was a like a dark brown, almost black leaf chunk. Pretty sure that wasn't the mate. Yeah, I, I think that was the boldo. Yeah, was- um, the mint. Um, I think the mint's pretty well chopped up. You can't really kind of identify the mint. Um, but you definitely taste it. Um, and yes. it is real mint. You you look on the box and it actually does list the ingredients and real proper mint is in there. It's not just, you know, essence of mint or mint oil or mint extract or whatever. It's it's real mint. Um, so, the, you know, it, it, it is a very... What are you doing there? Okay. Clark just <laughs> uh, popped the popped the sippy the sippy cup lid off of his da-da-da bottle. Good luck uh, getting that back on. They fit pretty tight. <laughs> what have i done i told you they were fiddly uh, and he's gone and fiddled with it anyway so yeah that's the cut pretty traditional paraguayan but um obviously it's got you know all kinds of extra surprises in there um very very powdery like we said but in a good way um the powder is the flavor in my opinion um yes speaking of the flavor what is the flavor like clark like we sort of talked yeah, about we it a little already, bit. Yeah, we kind of talked about it. But yeah, really like initially you get just really, that really like bright mintiness from the mint. <clears throat> um, and then it just kind of like turns into like a dark, almost muddy kind of bitter. Muddy is a good way to describe it. Yeah, that's like the first thing that came to my mind when we first started sipping. Was yeah, if if you drink this stuff, you will you will know what Bordo tastes like. I mean, this stuff tastes like boldo as they say in brazil um did you get did you get the, the lid back on 10 bucks that thing's gonna be all clogged up now way to go clark 
Way to go. Way to go. Anyway, yeah, so that's the cut, the flavor, like we said. Um, you don't get, you know, this is... I don't want to knock it, because I really do love this this herb. But this is not one of those herbs that you drink and, like, marvel at the complexities of the sherba. Because, quite frankly, the sherba kind of plays second fiddle. But, dang it, if this is not some tasty, tasty stuff. I really like this sherba. Like, how's it going? Not, 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 not blocked up? <laughs> okay, alright, anyway. Um... Like I said, uh, I would not say this is the best herb, like the best sherba to come out of Paraguay. But honestly, for, for like, you know, the nostalgic reasons, because I've been drinking this stuff for a long time, I think it is actually my favorite out of Paraguay. Um, it, it's probably a close tie with a, with um, with maybe La Rubia, but um, I really I just really like the Curupi Compuesta. Um did you break it? Is it clogging on you? Like the little little thing on top is like water oh. is like kind of just like okay. Here, I'll fix it, okay. and then you talk about the flavor some more or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, what were you saying? Uh, I was just saying like this is probably not the best herb out of Paraguay, but I think it's it's probably one of, if not maybe my favorite, just because I've been drinking mm -hmm. it for so long. Yeah. No, I, I I'm I'm right there with you. Um. And actually, this last, these last few weeks, I've been drinking a lot of Paraguayan, and it's, it's been getting warm. So it's, it's getting really warm here in Utah. It's it's been in like the eighties, nineties this last week. Um, so yeah, no, I've been drinking a lot more, and it, just drinking it today is just a nice refresher because I'm so familiar with it. I it was one of the first Tetadeas I was introduced to. <clears throat> um. And I, I haven't actually drank it a lot, just plain, um, just with ice water. I, I've mostly drank it with limeade. That's kind of what I would drink my tarare with in Brazil. So, but well, which brings to a, an interesting note, though, because Brazil has their own curupi. Yes, it's, it's, it looks like it's the exact same thing, but they actually taste quite different. Um, it's like. The Kurupi company has their own like Brazilian side company that makes the same products, but for the Brazilian palate. So they have the the mint and boldo, they have the catuaba and the traditional, and like oftentimes even the packaging will look very similar. Um, up until a few years ago, the packaging was actually the exact same, just one was in Portuguese, one was in Spanish. About four years ago, they changed the packaging for Brazilian Kurupi, um, so it's a little more, it looks a little more modern. Um, but and I can put a picture to that in the in the show notes. Mm -hmm. um, but so so that that is an interesting thing to to point out that if you've lived in Brazil, you probably have had um, curupi. You might have had the Brazilian curupi. Yeah, um, might have been. But the Paraguayan curupi is actually becoming really popular. Um, mm -hmm. When I was in Brazil last year, I actually could not find the Brazilian curupi. All I could find was the Paraguayan curupi. Um, I actually wanted to buy some Brazilian one because it had been so long, and I wanted to compare. But I couldn't find it. Only could find the Paraguayan, so that's interesting. But uh, yeah, so um, I've I've noticed recently. Um, I don't know if you know anything about this, but um, there's a certain Tete Day herb called um, Uji. U oh yeah, U H D E, and it has like the same like lettering, the same kind of packaging. It doesn't have the same like um, 
same like uh what would you call it like you know like the picture on the front it doesn't have the same picture right yeah um, but it, it looks very very the, similar to it yeah i don't know if it's it, just a knockoff or it might what. be just a knockoff because i mean i don't know i'm not gonna say anything too i'm not gonna draw blanket statements but it would not surprise me if it if they just took the exact same typeface design and just made it them for their own product um but i don't know i don't know i i i have seen that on instagram i've been lately. kind of curious if it's like if that's the brazilian kurupi or if they're just like no just some I think, other random no i I, I think i think it's it's either a, a different company or maybe like a side arm of the kurupi brazilian company because i definitely have still been seeing kurupi boxes for sale and, and mm. instagram and stuff like that. okay okay cool yeah i was kind of curious about that okay if you uh notice that we now sound a little more relaxed it's because we took a little intermission because like i was saying earlier um the terere bottles are very very dangerous it's very easy to drink a lot of very quickly um we had just kind of wrapped up our kind of our little bit about the uh the other brand and the knockoff of the kurupi design and then we both looked at each other and we were like we have to really go to the bathroom <laughs> so we, we hit we hit stop and now we're back um we're back we're relaxed we're refreshed um kind of drinking more terere now but uh ah. but uh speaking of going to the bathroom um they put Bolgo in here, Boldo. Um, Boldo is allegedly like a really good like um, digestive herb. If you get like, if you have like diarrhea or like basically anything you would take Pepto-Bismol for, in South America they give you Boldo tea for. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I mean, honestly, I'd rather take an herb and have it, you know, better my condition than, you know, take a bunch of medicine and drugs and stuff i'm the exact opposite i would much rather take the medicine because medicine works better <laughs> i i never did drink boldo down in brazil i i everyone said it was just super bitter and i was like eh, i'll just like take whatever like medicine but like i don't know i i have like, i, I have, if it works i had a i had like indigestion not like super bad um and i drank some boldo tea at the at the uh the suggestion of a friend and I felt no better. I might have felt worse. Um, and I know I, I am an avid fan of Pepto Bismol. <laughs> At work, I have a bottle of Pepto Bismol in my desk. Um, and I know Pep, but I knew I know Pepto Bismol would have made me feel better in that situation. And right. the Boldo tea did not make me feel better. Yeah. Um, I think like Boldo is like a diuretic and a something else. So I think it actually I I actually think I've read that like if you have diarrhea, you actually shouldn't drink Boldo. Because it makes it worse. Just makes it a lot worse. Like that's what I've like. I've talked to like some Brazilian huh. friends, and they're like, "Oh yeah, like you drink it if you have indigestion, and you have, and it gives you diarrhea, so it flushes everything out." I'm like, well, "That's not really good." That doesn't sound right. But so, <laughs> so maybe you're wondering, like, so why are you drinking it right now? Um, one, when an herb is you know infused in cold water, it doesn't extract as much of it out of it as quickly. Um, so, I mean, you're not gonna drink perere and then run to the i mean well i was about to say you're not going to drink it and then run to the bathroom but we just kind of did um but that was a different yep. reason <laughs> um it's not going to give you like a massive like stomach upset um if anything it, it might you know make you feel a little better i don't really know exactly what boldo does specifically I, it's just marketed as a digestive herb um but 
you're not it, it's not going to affect you it's it's really is more for the flavor i think you're going to notice the flavor a lot mm-hmm. more in this da-da-da, any like way more than any sort of health benefits or the opposite of benefit was it what's the opposite of benefit uh, uh we're, 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 mm-hmm. any any badness <laughs> so yeah side, negative side effects anyway whatever yeah yep um, so yeah like yeah you're, you're gonna notice the flavor a lot more than anything bad or good um and Patagonia's just really good with that with blending their their herb and their herbs and knowing which ones give it you know a unique flavor and you'll find all kinds of Paraguayan terere with all kinds of different herbs besides mint and boldo and and they just know how to do it. They're good at it. So they know what they're doing. Even if, you know, I don't... You know, yeah. it, it, even if the herbs do work for whatever medical function or not, like, you know, they're good. They're tasty. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, like, if you do want to take herbs for medicinal functions, you're probably better off getting fresh herbs, grinding them up, and then putting them into your water as um, shushos or jujos. Um, that's what they do in Paraguay a lot more is they literally would just go to the herb store, buy some herbs, crush them up in a big mortal and pestle, then chuck them in the water. Um, I think drinking it like this, like dried out, very small amount mixed into your mate, um, you're, I really, if you want health benefits from herbs, like, it, like, like, I mean, this isn't even benefits. It's more like if you want to use herbs as medicine, I don't think this is the way you should do it. Um, <laughs> no. One, there's just not enough herb in there. You know, there's not much leaf. Um, and then two, it's, you know, I would assume that you would probably want to use the freshest stuff. Um, but yeah. yeah. So that I, I just say that just because, you know, people are going to listen to me talk about boldo. And then they're going to be like, well, why do you want to drink that in your da-da-da? And I say because you're not going to really feel anything. You might just get a nice extra earthy bitterness in your mouth from it. Yep. And the mint is mint. Mint is good. Mint. We all know what mint tastes like. Um, mint also has, you know, alleged health benefits. And uh, but you know, like I, like I said, I think the mint here is it's going to give you a nice minty flavor more than anything else. Tbh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no. Curupi uh, compoeta especial. It's tasty. Um, it's bitter. It's minty. It's very very earthy. I think it is complex. I think it is. It's muddy, it's dirty, it's earthy, but it's not complex because of the sherba, I don't think. Um, I think it's complex because it's got other stuff in it, which is fine. Yep. It's, this is, you know, okay. this isn't, you know, your fine, this isn't a symphony, this isn't, you know, like a, like a fine opera. This is, this is kind of like really good pop music, which, you know, is fine. Everyone likes, you know, to blast some 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 banging tunes on the radio in the car right you know and this is kind of uh you know your top 40 hit and i i i'm not ashamed to say that i like it i love curupi compueta especial like i said it's not the best it's not the most complex it's not the, the fanciest or the finest but darn it if it isn't tasty amen to that <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's really 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 easy to find um goyubramati.com has it always Super cheap. Super cheap. <laughs> um, I buy it like two kilos at a time. It comes in a 500 gram box. Um, I buy like four four boxes at a time um, and then just always have it on hand. I just, I never, I never not have it. I I, I have to have it. Kind of like that uh, that Oprah commercial. You, you see that Oprah commercial with the, I think it's, is it Weight Watchers? Where she's like, I love bread. I love it. I love bread. 
And you're like, all right, calm down there, Oprah. <laughs> I think when I see Oprah on the screen, I just like oh. kind of like oh, there's my this, ears go on mute. There, there's this great, I think, I'm pretty sure it's Weight Watchers because she's like, I love bread. But now I just manage it. But it just, if you haven't seen that commercial, just YouTube like Oprah, I love bread. She, that, that woman really likes bread. And I really like kurupi. Like if I wasn't, I mean, but I'm, you know, I don't have to manage my kurupi intake. No. <laughs> <laughs> you can drink as much as you want or as little as you want. That's the first time I've had this in a while. Like, I don't know, probably last time I had it was with you months ago. I don't know. Yeah, I drank this last week. <laughs> I work with a Paraguayan lady, and so she's always hassling me to bring Terere. And I just kind of rotate which ones I bring. And I brought Kurupi last week, so. But, yeah, I, I do go through phases where I try to drink other stuff just because I've been drinking this stuff for years and years and years and years. So I do try to, you know, I will try to force myself to drink other terere that I'd like to, so, but I always come back to kurupi, always, um, so yeah, it's good, you should try it if you haven't, um, I would not suggest trying to drink this hot, um, don't, we, we, don't do that, we, we've, we've talked about it before, just, uh, kurupi is meant to be drank cold, the, the majority of Paraguayan herb is meant to be drank cold, um, boldo is not a, flavor that works well hot unless you're drinking it as like a medicinal tea um i mean if somebody dares you like you know <laughs> yeah give maybe 50 bucks if you drink it hot like yeah, yeah go for it man go i mean, for I mean it, but... yeah it's, it's not like gonna be horrible but i just you're, you're ruining it it's a, such a delicious icy cold deliciousness just drink it cold stop trying to be special or go against the grain just drink your paraguayan herb cold come on just, just do it come on Trust me, I've tried, I've I've tried to drink it cold. I think I've talked about it before. But you tried to drink it cold? No, sorry, sorry. Uh, I tried to drink this hot. Yeah. Okay. There you um. Go. Yeah, that was a mistake <laughs> that I won't make again. It it was just like I was like, oh, I wonder what it's gonna taste like, and it was, gosh, awful. It was bad. So I I personally have never done it, but I knew a guy that like, did it a lot. And, oh, I'm, uh, he was he was i think he was more man than i was so. oh man you be <laughs> kidding me uh. yeah my friend and i we just looked at him like you are nuts or just like the manliest man that ever lived yeah if you're a super manly man hey go for it but that's not me i'd rather just enjoy this nice fresh minty beverage cold and how